Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. I'm Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned digital missionary, here to bring you the bite-sized tips and strategies you need to become an effective Christian. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into it. Hey there, and welcome back to our 10-part series on spiritual hacks to help you break out of a spiritual funk. Probably could have used a better word choice there, using spiritual too many times. Anyways, regardless, we're going to keep on keeping on. And today, we're going to talk about the really important spiritual practice of taking a nap. That's right. You heard me right. Take a nap. That sometimes when you're in a funky spot and things aren't going well and you're having trouble connecting with God and you know wrestling with patience with other people and not really wanting to love people, well, sometimes that's just from sleep deprivation. So we're going to read kind of a funny story in the Bible uh, that I think is just a fun Bible trivia uh, story. But in practicality, sleep deprivation is a real thing. Did you know, talking about trivia here, that before Thomas Edison invented the light bulb, the average person got 11 hours of sleep. That's right. 11 hours of sleep every single day on average before the light bulb. Nowadays, the average hovers around seven hours of sleep. And we wonder why we're tired all the time and drinking coffee at 3 p.m. I mean, I'm certainly one to talk. I just had a coffee before I started recording this episode. So I'm fully aware that I am in this epidemic, this sleep deprivation pandemic as well. But real talk, if you aren't getting enough sleep, it's gonna be very difficult for you to be a good disciple. Now, in 1 Kings chapter 19 is one of the funniest stories, I think, in the Bible. You may or may not agree with me, but this is right after Elijah has had his face off with the prophets of Baal and Asherah. He's called down heaven or fire from heaven. God has answered his prayer. He has completely shown that the God of Israel is the true God. Right after that, he has to run for his life. And so in 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 1, Ahab, who is the king at this point, told Jezebel, his wife, all that Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, so may the gods do to me and more also, if I, I do not make your life as the life of one of them by this time tomorrow. Then he was afraid, and he arose and ran for his life and came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree. And he asked that he might die, saying, It is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am no better than my father's. So he's having a rough day. Elijah's having kind of a, a super big high, followed by a really deep low. To the point where he's just feeling really down, really depressed, really anxious and saying, you know what? Just go ahead and take me now. So guess what happens next? He lay down and slept under a broom tree. So he took a nap and behold, an angel touched him and said to him, arise and eat. And he looked and behold, there was at his head a cake baked on hot stones and a jar of water. And he ate and drank and he lay down again. So nap number two. And the angel of the Lord came again a second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, for the journey is too great for you. And he arose and ate and drank and went in the strength of that food 40 days and 40 nights to Horeb, the Mount of God. And so I just think it's kind of funny that here in this story, uh, Elijah starts off being super low, super depressed, feeling super disconnected from God. And then he eats some food, takes a couple naps, 
and he's ready to walk 40 days through the wilderness. Now, is the point of this story that if you take multiple naps and eat some cake, that you can walk 40 days without resting? No, that's not really the point of this story. The point of the story is that God sustains us and God is with us and uses us even when circumstances are kind of nuts all around us and we don't really know how things are going to work out. Another funny story in the New Testament is when Jesus falls asleep in the boat. You may or may not be familiar with this story, but in the story, the disciples are in the boat, they're crossing the Sea of Galilee, and all of a sudden a storm comes upon them to the point where these trained seasoned fishermen are really worried for their life. They're worried that they're not going to make it out to the other side alive without capsizing and sinking. And where is Jesus? He's taking a nap in the back of the boat. Now, do these stories <laughs> advocate for sleep as a spiritual practice? Maybe loosely, if I'm being totally honest. They're not there's no like direct connection here. But real talk, if you are fe- feeling, you know, sleep deprived, you're always tired, you're always cranky, you're always irritable, then sleeping more, taking naps throughout the day, taking a nap Sunday after you get home from church and have that really nice big lunch, uh, fall asleep to football. Football's coming back on in a couple of weeks. You can do that. It really makes a big difference. This is one of those things that it's not like a super spiritual answer to take a nap. It doesn't feel spiritual. It doesn't feel like, oh, that's really the thing that's going to help me break out of this funk and really be mindful of the things I need to be thinking about. But it really works. It truly does work. And so if you recognize that you're not getting enough sleep, figure out either how to go to bed earlier so you can get more sleep in the evenings or find opportunities to take power naps, short naps in the afternoon to give you more energy and also to help you feel refreshed and rejuvenated and that you can go and be a disciple and love people and love God because that really is deep emotional and spiritual work. That's it for today. Don't forget to take advantage of this week's free resource by clicking the link in the show notes and be sure to share this episode with your ministry leader, a person in your small group, or just a friend from church. Thanks for listening to today's episode and I'll talk to you soon.